Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Sunday, February 5th, and this is for February 5th through February 11th. How is everyone's full moon going? Mm. The full moon was exact earlier today, Sunday, around 10.30 a.m. Pacific time, so it has reached its peak, but we'll be feeling the effects of the full moon all the way through today and most likely all the way through Monday as well. The full moon is in the sign of Leo. So the moon is currently in Leo and the sun is in Aquarius. So for this particular full moon, it's sort of a push and pull between doing what's right for you and also doing what's right for the group. Leo energy is very self-oriented and on the extreme end of things, yes, it can be egotistical and overly dramatic, but Leo energy is also here to show us that you know, what are we capable of as as individuals? And it also reminds us that it's okay every now and then to unplug from life, to rest and relax, and to play, and to take some me time. Mm, okay. Yeah, Leo has a swagger to it, a self-confidence that doesn't necessarily come as easily to the other signs. And one thing to keep in mind while we are in Aquarius season is that the sun is technically in its detriment when it is in Aquarius. The ruling, well, not planet, the sun is a star. Uh, the sun rules Leo. And because Aquarius opposes Leo, they say the sun is not as in, as comfortable oh. when it's in the sign of Aquarius. You know, Aquarian energy prefers to work with groups. Leo is very much all about standing on its own. So there is always that push and pull um, anytime between Leo and Aquarius anyway. And then, of course, it's very much heightened during this particular full moon. But Leo reminds us that we are awesome. And even though planet Earth is just a tiny little rock hurtling through space in a very gigantic galaxy, and we are all sort of specks of dust in the grand scheme of things, mm -hmm. Leo says, the hell with that. <laughs> I'm here. I'm fabulous. And I'm going to go shopping. <laughs> because that's what Leos do. They shop. They are the only astrological sign that shops. Now, all signs obviously shop. We're all capable of shopping. But um, anyway, that's one part of the full moon. Okay, it's in Leo. So be fabulous. Shine. Show off. Show people how talented you are. Be charismatic and do what's right for you. I love that. I love that. We can all borrow that from Leo, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, get some of that Leo, those Leo vibes. And just remember that you are enough as you are. Mm. So that's one part of this full moon. The other part, as I mentioned, is that the sun is in Aquarius. And the Aquarius sun says we need to take care of each other. We need to take care of our community, all of us. And that's where the focus should be during this full moon. Individual awesomeness is all well and good. But community awesomeness is really good. So let's take the emphasis off the me and put that emphasis on the we. So there's that dynamic as well. Also, the planet Uranus is very active during this full moon. Uranus is currently squaring both the sun and the moon, both of them at the same time. Mm -hmm. And as a result, if you've been feeling a bit jittery all weekend, like you can't just sit down and relax or your schedule keeps changing on you, you could very much not only be feeling the energy from the full moon, which always winds us up anyway, but you could also be feeling these Uranus squares of the moon and the sun. Uranus is Aquarius's ruling planet. It's all about innovation, sudden changes and breakthroughs, eccentricities, science, futuristic thinking, 
working in groups, improving society, and embracing the unknown. Mm. It's very cerebral energy. Anytime you're talking about Aquarius or Uranus, you're going to be talking about mental energy. Aquarius energy is very interested in the mind. Mm. Leo, on the other hand, it's all for the mind. The mind is great, says Leo, but Leo is also very focused on matters of the heart. Mm. Leo energy tends to have a big heart, and when Leo energy is well-aspected, it really wants to help build people up. It wants to help motivate people, encourage people, and Leo can also be very romantic. Leo can be very emotional, and it can be prone to flying off the handle at times as well, <laughs> because Leo feels everything very strongly, mm. very passionately, and because Leo is so focused on the self, it does have a tendency to take things a little more personally than other signs might. Aquarius energy, on the other hand, has that reputation of having that cool detachment mm. and is less prone to showy displays of emotion. Mm. So that could be another thing we're feeling during this full moon. You know, at one moment we're feeling cool, calm, and collected. And the next moment, we're feeling this strong need to defend ourselves or to stand up for ourselves. I see what you mean. There is that push-pull with these two elements. And I do kind of feel that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm having a good weekend, but at the same time, it just feels very active. It does. It really does. <laughs> you know? There's a lot going on. A lot, yeah. But overall, anytime you're dealing with a full moon that's involving Leo and Aquarius, there's going to be this tension between how do I help others and, you know, how do I keep my ego in check? But at the same time, how do I do this and not lose my identity and my individuality and make sure that people don't walk all over me? Mm. And because the moon is in Leo, there might be a little extra need that we want a little more attention or some recognition for how incredible we are. Mm -hmm. And there's also a chance that we won't get that recognition <laughs> because of all the Aquarian energy saying that we should really be community-centric right now instead of egocentric. So if you're not getting what you want right now, try to roll with it and know that eventually you will once again be recognized for how amazing you are. And then this coming week, Monday, that would be tomorrow, Monday, February 6th, it could get off to a bit of a cranky start. The moon, <laughs> yeah, nice little cranky Monday to start your work week. Perfect. The moon will still be in Leo, but it will also be void of course for a good part of the day. So Monday could be us dealing with projects or situations that are coming to an end before a new cycle begins. So mm. it's more of a time to tie up loose ends. And the Leo moon is also going to be forming stressful aspects with Mercury, Saturn, and Pluto. So there is the possibility for power struggles, people acting defensively. The Leo moon is not one to shy away from drama either. So there will be potential for people really wanting to vent. Saturn opposing the moon can make any of us feel a little groggy or tired as well. And Pluto can make us feel like there's just no potential at all for a positive outcome Great. to anything. Great. So Monday really does have Great. potential for some big drama. Yeah. And it's just not a good day to get into it with people if you can avoid it because there could be some reactive, impulsive energy mixed in there too. If you do have to vent or if you got to get something off your chest, you know, do it. But also maybe make sure you're not going overboard with it so that you create some kind of scenario that you can't come back from. Unless maybe you do want to burn some bridges. Then Monday is the perfect day for you. You know, <laughs> let that Leo energy roar. But, you know, still be safe, of course, because here at Something About Astrology, we always advocate using astrology in the safest way possible. So be careful if you're flying off the handle.
That's that's a good tip. I'll keep that in mind. So Monday, try to be chill. Try to be chill on Monday. Okay. Just you know, just just go to Tuesday. You know, skip Monday. Just skip Monday entirely. <laughs> just shoot for Tuesday. Whatever you need to do this week, start with Tuesday. Okay. One positive aspect on Monday, though, that will hopefully help to cool the flames if your temper happens to be running in the red or someone around you is, is dealing with something. Uh, one positive aspect is that Venus, the planet of love, beauty, the arts, diplomacy, will be forming a harmonious aspect with Neptune. Neptune is the planet of creativity and kindness, uh, flow, and that inner knowing that we are all one. Venus and Neptune will be in a sextile on Monday. That means they'll be 60 degrees apart, and that's considered a pleasant aspect where those two planets will be acting in harmony, and hopefully you'll feel some of those good vibes. If you also happen to find yourself in a dramatic power struggle, and who doesn't you know, like starting their work week with a dramatic power struggle, but if you do find yourself <laughs> in that situation, hopefully the uh, Venus-Neptune sextile will help uh, smooth things out a little bit. Okay. Now, eventually the moon will leave Leo, and it will enter Virgo around 1 p.m. Uh, yeah, one, let's call it 1.15, around 1.15 p.m. Pacific time on Monday. And that's kind of around the time when we might feel like our day is actually starting. Mm. After the whirlwind of aspects the moon will be making earlier in the day on Monday, the moon actually makes no aspects for about 14 hours once it enter, enters Virgo. So our moon, and our moon is also our collective mood, mm -hmm. will hopefully get a break during that time. Of course, Virgo always represents strong mental energy, and coupled with an Aquarius sun, that and the Aquarius sun also champions strong mental energy, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week, while the moon is in Virgo, could a, they could have our minds in hyperdrive. We might not be sleeping as well as we normally do as a result, but Tuesday and Wednesday of this week could also be highly productive days. You know, mm. things are really moving. And if you have been dealing with some delays in certain areas of your life, I wouldn't be surprised if those things start moving again on Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. Lots of activity, lots of communications. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of communications, well, I don't know if that's really much of a transition, <laughs> but I mentioned at the top of the show that Almy is a Scorpio. And every week I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. We call this segment Ask a Scorpio. And, Alma, you've been a Scorpio your entire life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're dealing with this full moon. You're dealing with Aquarius season. We know Aquarius season has been hard <laughs> on Tom Brady, one of your favorite oh, football God, players. Yeah. He is a Leo. Yeah. And even the great Tom Brady said, you know what? It's Aquarius season. I cannot see myself playing another season <laughs> In the NFL, I'm retiring for that. real this yeah. time. No, mm -hmm. I guess he probably did not mention Aquarius at all. No. But he could have. He could have, sure. um, So as a Scorpio, because, um, you know, Leo opposes Aquarius, but Scorpio squares Aquarius. How has your Aquarius season been going? It's been tough. And you keep joking that from now on I should write Aquarius <laughs> season. I should mark it in my calendar so that I guess I'm better prepared. Yeah, just circle those four weeks. Okay. I don't mean, I don't know what I can do. It's not like I can really change him. I mean. Yeah. No, you can't, but you can be aware that it's Aquarius season. <laughs> Just give myself a little more grace. Yeah. One of my theories about Aquarius season, you know, it's difficult for Leo because, you know, be, just being an individual, being boastful and being proud is not really welcomed as much during Aquarius season, so that can throw Leo off its game. Yeah, I see what you mean. And again, not that Leo is out there always bragging about itself all the right. time, but it's just it's a different feel. It's a confident sign. Yeah, it's a confident sign, and it doesn't quite get that feedback the way it's normally used to getting it during Aquarius season. Mm -hmm. 
And then with Scorpio, I, I think Aquarius is such sociable energy. Mm, it's really yes. everything's out there. And Scorpio prefers to have a little privacy. Scorpio yes. prefers, you know. I, I have been craving actually more alone time during Aquarius season than usual. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. So, you know, you might need to get some shelter, find your little, you know, oasis or hiding spot, so to speak, where you can, you know, re resort to or revert to or retreat to. Let's call it yes, a retreat. I have been recharge. joking a lot lately that I need to go hide. Yeah. So I guess that's right on track, at least. I guess it is. Yeah. Um, but you're doing great. We're over halfway there. We're over halfway through Aquarius season. So hopefully you're having a great one. But if you aren't, you know, in a couple of weeks, we'll be in Pisces and then we can try again. Right. Yeah. It's been mostly fine. Yeah. There, are, there are little annoyances in life, little mishaps, little fumbles. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm healthy. Got you. Got Pin. Yeah, got a place got to live. Other. So we got each other. And that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, love it. So let's transition on. Emily, thank you for sharing your Scorpio perspective. I really appreciate sure. it. Sure. And let's keep things going with a little uh, trivia game that I whipped up for you. Mm. I have in my hand, if I can read my writing, as always, Ooh. I always scrawl these down Ooh. right before. I never learned my lesson. But I got. I think I have five names, if I okay. can make this out. And what I have here in my hand, these are five people who are or, or were Aquarians. Some of them are living. Some of them are not. And they also had Leo moons. Oh. So these people embody what's going on right now uh, oh. in terms of having a, an Aquarius sun, but also having a Leo moon. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. And this first person is an actor. He's currently working. He burst onto the scene, or at least he his first job or one of his first jobs was on the TV show Third Rock from the Sun. He's also appeared in movies such as 10 Things I Hate About You, 500 Days of Summer, Snowden, and he recently did the voice. You might get a kick out of this. He did the voice of Jim cricket in the new Pinocchio huh. movie. I didn't know that. So that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Correct. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is an Aquarius mm, okay. with a Leo with moon. A Leo moon. Yeah. Cool. This next woman is originally from Houston, Texas. She is a rapper. She had a very, very popular song that made her mm -hmm. a probably multi-trillionaire at this point called Savage. Mm -hmm. She's also collaborated with Cardi B and Doja Cat. Can you name mm -hmm. this woman? Megan. Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. Stage name, yes. Yep. Aquarius with a Leo okay, yeah. son. I could see that totally. Totally. Yeah. This next person is an author. I don't know if you read her books. I read her books growing up for sure. And she wrote certain books or, such as Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, Super Fudge, and Freckle Juice. Do you know this author? Judy Bloom. Judy Bloom. Yeah. Judy frickin' Bloom. That was her. <laughs> that was not her nickname. Uh, this next person is a, well, he was, I should say, an actor. He uh, was a very funny, funny, funny man. He appeared on the show, well, the Carol Burnett show. And he also worked with Mel Brooks quite a bit in Mel Brooks movies. Can you name this actor? Gotta be Harvey Corman. Harvey Corman. Yes, Harvey oh. Corman. I think our uh, regular listener might, uh, Laura, might appreciate that shout out for obvious reasons. Harvey Corman was a Aquarius with a Leo, Leo Moon. Thank Leo you. Moon, yeah. Yeah, I have not eaten much today, folks. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I'm so worried about you. I see you like trembling. So I get having low blood sugar during yeah. a full moon. What am I thinking? <laughs> yes, Harvey Corman is whatever we're talking about. Aquarius Sun with Aquarius a Leo, Leo moon. moon. Okay, cool. Yay, the great cool, Harvey it's Corman. It's a good group. Yeah, and then one more just for fun. Oh, great. This this man uh, was the mayor of Palm Springs at one point. Sonny Bono. You got it, Sonny Bono. Let's just uh, end it there. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no, I just love that perfect. that's how you, because who else would it be? Right. Yeah. Well, what yeah. other famous mayor of Palm Springs could you Can you name another mayor of Palm Springs besides Sonny Bono? This is a bonus question well, now. Grace, currently. 
Oh, right, your friend. Yeah. Your friend is the mayor of Palm Springs. Yeah. I know, it's kind of dining on me. She's up there with Sonny Bono. What, yeah. What's her last name? Garner. Grace Garner. Okay, so the current mayor of Palm Springs is Grace Garner, and you met her? I met her through the blogging conferences in Las Vegas that I used to go to called Bloggers in Sin City. It's also how I met Simone, and you know Simone. Yep. So really a great group of women. Actually, there were some men in there, too. That's how I met Nico. Mm. Um, just a really great group of bloggers, writers, creators. And we met in Vegas in the 2010s. I believe I went for two years. And I miss it a lot, actually. It was a, it was a fun experience. Yeah, and all those contacts you made have all gone on to become mayors in various cities and towns <laughs> across the United States. No, Literally just all of them, yeah. Grace. Very cool. And congrats, Grace, on, on becoming mayor. That's amazing. I know, right? I've never met her, but I'm, I'm congratulating her anyway. Yeah. So that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Now, for this upcoming week, I mentioned Monday could get off to kind of a groggy start. But by Tuesday, February 7th, the moon will be in Virgo. And Venus will be forming a nice sextile with Uranus. Mm. Venus is currently in Pisces. Taurus is in your Uranus is in Taurus. So there might be some surprises that day. Uh-oh. But because Venus... I hate when you say that. Yeah. Well, anytime you think of Uranus, these are always like, you know, shorthand terms. Anytime you think of Uranus, you know, surprises, unexpected oh, things sure. can come into play. But with Venus involved, you know, this the, the surprises could be of the pleasant variety. Mm. You know, like good surprises. Oh, great. People or situations crashing into your life, but they could be helpful people as well. That's great. Yeah, when Venus sextiles Uranus, that also suggests being open to different ways of doing things, embracing the unknown, and embracing the weird. Yeah. Also on Tuesday, Mercury will move past the 24th degree of Capricorn. reason I'm bringing this up is because when Mercury started its most recent retrograde, the retrograde was back on December 29th of last year. That's when it started. And at the time, Mercury was at 24 degrees Capricorn. But that was the day Mercury said, okay, hold the work. I'm going to start backtracking now because I'm now retrograde. And then during the retrograde, it backtracked all the way back to 8 degrees Capricorn. Hmm. Then the retrograde ended a couple of weeks ago, and Mercury started moving forward again. You know, So it was at 8 degrees when the retrograde ended. Then it starts moving forward again, 9 degrees, 10 degrees, 11 degrees. And on Tuesday, it will finally be back to 24 degrees Capricorn. That's the place it was when the retrograde initially started. So, you know, we backtracked for a while, and now we're back to where we started back on December 29th, as far as Mercury is concerned. But Tuesday is the day it's going to move out of 24 degrees and into 25 degrees Capricorn. That's a place it has not yet been in this particular Mercury cycle. So that's one of the reasons astrologers say that you still want to wait a couple of weeks, if possible. You want to wait a couple of weeks after Mercury retrograde ends before you start making some big moves because it's advisable to wait, again, if possible, for Mercury to get back to the position where it originally was when the retrograde period started, if that makes any sense at all. But yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday, great potential for some forward movement. Okay. Wednesday, February 8th, the moon remains in Virgo all day, another potentially productive day. Virgo energy has the ability to move quickly because it's ruled by fast-moving Mercury, but it also may be bringing some groundedness to the Aquarian energy. The Virgo moon may be helping to channel and focus Aquarius's big ideas. The moon will be forming trines with Mercury and Pluto on Wednesday as well, which means there could be some deep conversations, important mm. conversations, but also 
productive conversations, you know, really getting to the heart of matters. Now, Thursday, the moon's going to move into Libra, and it'll be in Libra all day. And at least astrologically, Thursday looks pretty chill. Like, there's not a lot going on. Mm. So it might be a day Thursday to catch your breath, especially if you're incredibly busy Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. Thursday might be the day you can get a little downtime. Good. That sounds good. Yeah. Then Friday, February 10th, Mercury, the planet of communication, will form a conjunction with Pluto. Both Mercury and Pluto will be at 28 degrees Capricorn, mm. and that also indicates more deep conversations. And these conversations could be especially intense because the 28th degree, it's pretty darn close to the 29th degree. Okay, it's one number apart, and the, the 29th degree is called the critical degree. That's, you know, when a, a sign is just about, a planet is just about to change signs oh, at the 29th okay. degree. That's why they call it a critical degree. So... This conjunction is happening at the 28th, so it isn't quite there at that critical degree, but it's really close. And both Mercury and Pluto are looking to tie up some loose ends before they advance into Aquarius. So expect certain things to maybe come to a head with this aspect, and hopefully positive resolutions will prevail. But it's like Mercury is really going to want to get into the nitty-gritty on Friday and dig up some stuff. Anytime Pluto's involved, is about digging beneath the surface and really getting down to the core of the situation. So uh, there might be some fairly involved talks on Friday. Hmm. And the moon on Friday will still be in Libra. Libra is all about diplomacy and, you know, wanting to keep everyone happy. And, and you know, but the, the Libra moon's going to have a bit of a tough go on Friday. And I'd say it's about 50-50 between easygoing aspects and stressful aspects. Hmm. You know, it could be a bit of a roller coaster ride on Friday. Great. So, you know, also Mercury. Mercury will be changing signs the following day. It's going to move into Aquarius on Saturday. But, you know, the day before the day Mercury does change signs, that can bring additional challenges to communications and also additional urgency to communications. So Saturday, February 11th, that's the day Mercury officially enters Aquarius. Mercury is leaving Capricorn, and it had been in Capricorn since December 6th of last year. That's really a long time. Since my birthday, yeah. That's a long time for Mercury to remain in a sign. And it's going to move into Aquarius on Saturday, February 11th, and then it will stay in Aquarius until March 2nd. Saturday is also, I made a note, it's kind of a Plutonian day. Pluto is going to be very involved. The moon will square Pluto, and then the moon later in the day on Saturday will enter Scorpio, and Pluto is Scorpio's ruling planet. Um, So again, more intensity, more intense Mm. conversations um, on Saturday as well. And Mars will be forming a sextile with Chiron on Saturday. So Chiron usually symbolizes wounds or expressing certain things that are bothering us, deep-seated hurt and pain. Mm, great. <laughs> really fun stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but again, it, this stuff happening in Aquarius season, Aquarius brings that sort of we can we can detach ourselves from things emotionally a little bit and maybe be able to get into these scenarios that maybe we've been keeping bottled up. At least Aquarius is saying, hey, you know, it's, maybe it's not as scary as you think it is. Mm. Um, so maybe that's part of the reason these planets are egging us on to get certain things off our chest. So. Okay. Uh, just be prepared for it, and hopefully, again, it can lead to healing and 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 positive things. So. Okay. But you know, it is it's all systems go right now since no planets are currently retrograde. But just keep in mind, Mars is still not up to its usual speed. So if things aren't going as quickly as you would like them to in your life, um, that could be a factor. Okay. Because uh, Mars is our drive. It's our ambition. Mm-hmm. It's our, you know, we're just going to go out there and do it, you know, no fear, you know. Yeah. Um, and also keep in mind that Mars has been in Gemini. 
Mars has been in Gemini since August of last oh. year, and, and that is an incredibly long time for Mars to stay in one sign. And if your yeah. personal Mars, you know, whatever sign your Mars is in, if it doesn't sync well with Mars and Gemini, then yeah, I mean, things have maybe been a real challenge for you going all the way back to August of last year. And Mars is not leaving Gemini until March 25th. So mm. we've still got nearly two more months of Mars in Gemini. Wow. Yeah. And then once Mars moves into Cancer on March 25th, at that point, Mars will begin its usual pace of changing signs again, which it does about once every six weeks. You know, that's the okay. it usually takes about six weeks for Mars to move through a sign. But because we had the retrograde in there and Mars was moving very slowly, it stayed in Gemini for about seven months. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> but March, March in general, the you know, speaking of March, is looking like it's going to have just a ton of movement. That's the month Mars finally changes signs, as I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Saturn will move into Pisces in March. That's huge. That's, oh. that's huge. And also in March, Pluto will enter Aquarius for the first time since 1798. Elmi, what were you doing in 1798? Do you remember where you were? <laughs> Those were really the good old days. People talk about good old days, man. 1798. Yeah. Life just made sense back then. It was it just really simpler. Did. And it was pretty much just a, like a chill time. Technology was great. Oh, yeah. We had everything figured out. <laughs> we had everything Yeah, the good old days. Out, yeah. 1798. Yeah. Anyway. Pluto will be back in Aquarius in March for the first time in a long time. So again, Tuesday and Wednesday of this week, those would be the days of this week where you could maybe get a boost and just be very productive, okay. get a lot done, get some help and assistance. You know, that might, those might be the days to target. Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday. The moon will be in Virgo, and, and that Virgo moon is going to whip us up into a frenzy. But, you know, it favors communications, and it can bring some focus and some groundedness to the mm. Aquarian energy. And it could help channel things in a very, very effective way. Okay. So, well, that's not bad. Anyway, thanks as always for listening. We love you. Happy full moon. And we think, mm -hmm. uh, or I think, Alma's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. Let's take a couple deep breaths. Let's uh, get into a comfortable position. You can sit down or you can lie down. And let's just get relaxed for a minute. Drop your shoulders. Unstick your tongue from the roof of your mouth. Release tension in your jaw. Release tension in your forehead. Just release your tension. And if you would like to close your eyes while we take these deep breaths, you may close them now. And let's take that slow, deep breath in. And release. Deep breath in. And release. Last deep breath in. And last deep breath out. As always, we thank you so much for your support. We thank you so much for listening. If you follow us on social media, we are on Instagram at Something About Astrology and on TikTok at Something About Astrology underscore. And we thank you for that too. We hope you have a great week and we will talk to you again soon.